0: Hi guys, it's Libby and I'm going to be talking about anaesthetics and antiseptics. Before the 19th century, people often avoided surgery because it was so painful. Anaesthetics could be used but they were dangerous and this meant that most surgery was as quick as possible to try and minimise pain. Complex surgery would be too painful. So the problem with surgery in the 1800s was first of all pain Patients often died from clinical shock because of the pain of the surgery. Infection. Before germ theory, people did not know that microbes could cause infections. Surgeons wore the same outfit and used the same equipment for multiple patients. And bleeding. Patients often died during surgery because they lost too much blood. In 1800, physicians and surgeons gave patients alcohol. This made them drunk or gave them opium to numb the pain. Fortunately, Humphrey Davy was the first to use nitrous oxide or laughing gas to stop patients from feeling pain. Horace Wells then used it in 1844 to numb the pain in dental surgery. Dr James Simpson first used chloroform in surgery in 1847. It was effective, but it led to death in high doses. It killed Hannah Greener in 1848. Queen Victoria used chloroform in childbirth in 1853. Ether was first used by the American dentist William Clark in 1842 and then by Robert Liston for a leg amputation in 1846. Ether was effective but hard to inhale and it also led to vomiting as well as being explosive. Anesthetics initially increased the number of deaths in surgery people did more complex operations and hygiene was still bad in surgeries. Doing more complex surgery for longer in an unhygienic place increased the risk of infection and fatal blood loss. Some army surgeons thought the soldiers should endure the pain and some religious people thought that the pain suffered during surgery was God's will. After Queen Victoria used anaesthetics in childbirth, anaesthetics became more popular. People demonstrate public demonstrations of the drugs also help to make anaesthetics more widely accepted. So, and we just, as we just learned, chloroform was used in childbirth in 1853 by Queen Victoria. So, we know that Humphrey Davy was the first person to use nitrous oxide, or laughing gas, as an anaesthetic. Ether was used by the American dentist William Clark in 1842 and it was then used by Robert Liston for a leg amputation in 1846. So anaesthetics reduced the pain in surgery, but infection still killed lots of people. Antiseptics were used to kill the microbes close to wounds in surgery. A British surgeon called Joseph Lister applied Pasteur's germ theory to surgery. He thought that germs explained why wounds from surgery got infected. Lister used carbolic acid as a chemical which could kill bacteria. This stopped germs from infecting wounds in surgery. The death rate in Lister's patients fell from 46% to 15%. Covering surgical instruments, bandages and the surgeon's hands in carbolic acid reduced the chance of infection. Lister heard about germ theory in 1865. He tested his ideas on a boy called Jamie Greenlees, who had a broken leg. Instead of an amputation, Lister healed Greenlees' fracture and the wound was not infected. Lister published the results of Greenlees and 10 other patients' surgery in 1867, proving Pasteur's germ theory. Lister was heavily criticised. Most doctors still believe that chemicals caused infections rather than germs past years ideas were not yet accepted and people still believed in spontaneous generation carbolic acid was unpleasant for doctors to use because it irritated their lungs and skin and many surgeons tried to copy Lister's methods but did not do it properly this made them think that the theory was wrong 10 times more surgeries were performed in the UK in 1912 relative to 1867 And this was due to Lister's ideas and the chances of survival increasing so much. So, who was the notable thinker in antiseptic surgery? We know from what we've just learned that this was Joseph Lister. So, as we just mentioned, the impacts of Lister's work were that 10 times more surgeries were performed in the UK in 1912 compared to 1867. And also that the death rate in Lister's patients fell from 46% to 15% through the use of carbolic acid. Aseptic surgery. Antiseptics tried to kill microbes on patients' wounds. Aseptic surgery tried to stop microbes and germs reaching the wounds in the first place. So, aseptic surgery methods tried to completely eliminate bacteria before and during an operation, rather than trying to kill microbes on a specific wound. By 1880, Pasteur's germ theory was widely accepted by British doctors. And by 1900, aseptic surgery had become very common. In aseptic surgery, surgeons were scrubbed clean, wore new clothes and thin rubber gloves. Surgeons used sterilised instruments and operating theatres got smaller to reduce the chance of infection. These developments were largely advanced by wars such as the Crimean War. War provided test cases for surgeons to try out these new techniques. So what were the elements of aseptic surgery? Surgeons were scrubbed clean. They used sterilized instruments. They wore new clothes. They wore thin rubber gloves. And operating theaters got smaller. So by 1880, Pasteur's germ theory was widely accepted by British doctors, and by 1900, aseptic surgery had become very common. So just to recap again on those elements of aseptic surgery, we know that surgeons wore thin rubber gloves. Surgeons wore sterile clothes or clean clothes. They also used sterilized instruments. The operating theaters got smaller and the surgeons were scrubbed clean. So the following anesthetics were used in the following years. So in 1842, ether was used for dental surgery by William Clark. In 1847, chloroform was used by James Simpson, and in 1844, nitrous oxide for dental surgery by Horace Wells. So Lister's techniques were using carbolic acid. The result was that the death rate in Lister's patients fell from 46 to 15%. And carbolic acid was also used on surgical equipment or instruments. Before anaesthetics like chloroform were developed, surgeons gave their patients alcohol or opium in order to numb the pain in the surgery. And as we know before, war was a really helped surgery improve its techniques as they could be used for testing. So, anesthetics reduced the pain in surgery, but infection still killed lots of people. Antiseptics were used to kill the microbes close to the wounds in surgery. So, in order to advance the practice of aseptic surgery, war helped to do so by providing many people for techniques to be practiced on. So, that brings anesthetics and antiseptics to a close. Thank you. If you found this episode useful, you will find more episodes by searching for our new podcast channels. Search Revise GCSE and your subject for more podcasts to help you with your revision.